following Aston Villa's win against Arsenal at the weekend, which saw the Villains go 15 consecutive wins at home, but more importantly, go just two points off the top as they climbed up into third. We want to know if the Villains can actually become the heroes and lift the Premier League title come May. Plenty to discuss. Roll the intro. Hello and welcome back to the Lost in Possession podcast. We are talking all things Aston Villa today as they seem to enter an unlikely title challenge is probably the right word. But can they actually do it? Of course, Villa fans, we want to hear from you. Make sure you like, share and subscribe. And of course, leave all your comments to us on your thoughts, especially when we reveal the results of our Instagram poll at the very end, where we asked all of our followers, can Aston Villa win the league? But... We've asked you, now it's time to hear what we think about this. Jordan, let's start with you. Aston Villa, third place, absolutely flying. How have they got there? I I don't even know. I, I can't, I don't have all the answers already, but what a run this is for, for Aston Villa. I mean, honestly, 15 home wins in a row, absolutely sensational. Not something we've ever really seen from one of these clubs who... Uh, you know, considered outside of the top six. I think they'll certainly have a, you know, a conversation and Villa fans right now will be saying they they are a top six side. Um, league table certainly suggesting that. History may be suggesting that. Um, I, I think there's a lot of factors that have gone into this run. I think one, the obvious one, is is Unai Emery. You know, you, you look at where Villa were under Gerrard. They spent money. And it still wasn't working out. They weren't finding consistency. They weren't finding form, um, and they looked a bit of a mess. So you've got a you've got to basically portion a lot of the success already to the management, the well, the manager, the management team, and how he has got this side now at home. Obviously, the record suggests at home, so dominant and so consistent. Like you look at the even the Arsenal game aside. The game for me was the Man City game. To go and do that, 22 to 2 shots against arguably the best side in the world, champions of Europe, to do that on form, to then go above them in the league is absolutely sensational. Um, so yeah, Unai Emery, phenomenal job. Um, and if it continues, then maybe we'll see. Okay, that's very interesting. Jamie, what are your thoughts? You know, you, of course, you saw your team on the wrong end of one of these home defeats um, by Aston Villa. Jordan's right, absolutely outplayed, absolutely outclassed. You know, what do you think? How, how do you think Villa have ended up here? Does all the credit go to Unai Emery? Um, no, not all of it goes to Unai Emery. Like, some of it definitely does. He deserves a lot of the plaudits he's getting now, where I've seen most people saying he's probably third best manager in the league. Like, and some people saying, like, it goes Pep Klopp at the top and then Emery's, like, in a class of his own in, in that between everyone else. And to be fair, he's shown it consistently. I know Arsenal fans didn't really take to him when he was there. I think it was more... I think it was just bad timing for when he was at Arsenal. But to just go off, it's not just Emery. When I watched him against us, the whole team put in 
at, at minimum an eight out of ten performance, and everyone like everyone was probably better than that. And one person I have to say that I don't think is getting as much plaudits, even though he got the goal against Arsenal, was John McGinn. He against us, he was fantastic. He bullied that midfield. If he just left him by himself, he was beating our three in the middle. He was he was superb against us. And when we watched him against Arsenal, he was superb again. And I think to have a run like this, you need someone in the middle at least performing because that's I think that's the most important position for the whole team to perform well. And it's not just been McGinn. Douglas Louise has been very much in form this season as well. So I think them two sort of in the middle, not it's not just them two, but them two in the middle have really made it sort of it's intent when they're going defensively and when they're in attack, they're being superb. And I think that's a major factor for this. But like I said, I think that was the most important position. But the position that wins your games is Ollie Watkins. Now, hasn't didn't score against City, didn't score against Arsenal, but the form he's been in is been has been fantastic, and really you have to feel a bit sorry for him because if it wasn't Harry Kane up front, he would be starting for England. I don't think there's many other countries in the world that on form he's on, it's him who starts because his form is probably better than every other striker in the world apart from Kane and Haaland. And that's not bad to be behind them, is it? And probably Mbappe, actually, in in the French League. So it's definitely the players that have hit form, so that's created this win streak. And to be honest, you've got to think, the, the funny thing is, the team they lost against at home last was Everton in the Cup. Everton sort of has been one of the best away teams, so funnily enough, they beating them, but it's in the Cup. So I think it's actually good that they're out of the cup. They may have to play the conference league, but they're not playing teams that are, you know, massively strenuous. Like Newcastle playing PSG, playing Dortmund, playing AC Milan. There's no rest for them. Whereas Arsenal in the Champions League against PSV, they've already topped the group. They can rest players. And Villa have kind of got a bit of that luxury as well, where they can rest players because they're one of the best teams in that tournament. And on form, that's be favourites for it. Um, but like back to the league, it's brilliant what they're doing. Third in the league above City. And I have to say, if you're above City and you've hit December, why why there's no argument that you're not in a title race. Yeah, it looks like that season as well. The the way the league's going, the way things are playing out, it does have that vibe in my opinion, of that sort of Leicester season. Obviously, you know, I'm not saying Villa, it would be the same as Leicester winning the league, but you've got Liverpool in the mix, you've got Arsenal, now you've got Villa, then you've sort of got Spurs were in the mix and are a bit hit and miss. You could have, again, it's a bit ambitious to say, but you could have a five-way title race. If, if, if City are going to keep at this level just below their best, Arsenal improving, Liverpool improving, Spurs improving, and Villa clearly improving, you could... Sort of, I mean, look, maybe five's really ambitious. We're, you know, it is only mid-December, but we could be in for one of the most dramatic title rap challenges in theory that we've seen, well, in ev- forever. A five-way title race, obviously, again, we're getting carried away, but that would be absolutely iconic to have that. And I'm not sure another league really has had that in, in, in recent times. 
No, agree. I think I think Aston Villa have been outstanding. I think Jamie's right. McGinn has been on fine form. Watkins has gotten 13 goals in all competitions this season. He's absolutely flying. They've got Paul Torres playing very well at the back. Martinez plays very well in goal. You know, Cash when he when he plays is also very consistent. They've got a good team there, and it's working very well. And a lot of it does have to be down to this home record. You know, I think if I'm not mistaken, they're second this calendar year, picking up points in total, only behind City, uh, which I think is is more is very impressive. You know, they've won 24 games in a calendar year in the league, just two behind um, two behind Man City. You have 26, Sevilla have 24. That's an impressive record. And that ha- a lot of that has to go down to Emery with his style of play. A lot of those players will fit his strengths. Um, but since since losing to Arsenal at home, I mean, they've been on fire. You know, they beat Palace, they beat, they've beat beaten Bournemouth, they beat Forest, they beat Newcastle, Fulham, Spurs, Brighton. You know, and, and then that's carried over. Everton by beating them 4-0. Uh, Palace again, you know, they beat Brighton at home 6-1. You know, beat West Ham at home 4-1. Luton, Fulham, you know, City, Arsenal. So they're going against teams here and they're winning convincingly. You know, they're even getting clean sheets against Arsenal and Man City, which is which is definitely... Two in a week, isn't it? Two That's in a week, City and Arsenal. Yeah. Two in a week and they were the better team in both games. You know, Arsenal were toothless once again, shock horror away from home. But they've... They took advantage of that, you know, and they've proven that they can mingle it around. They, you know, but the question is, I suppose, can they keep the home form up? They've got Sheffield United next, who look like at home, who look like they've seem to have hit some sort of life with Chris Wilder. That's followed them by Burnley. So, so realistically, you know, they can see out the calendar year without without losing at home. But do you see them maintaining it? particularly the home record? It's open for either of you. I'd say yes. I mean, looking, I'm just having a quick look now at their next home fixtures and, and you've got um, Sheffield United next up, Burnley, then Newcastle, United. So fundamentally, the logic is there, right? If you can win 15 home games in a row, if you can beat an outplay City, if you can beat Arsenal... You can beat anyone in this league, put put simply. So I don't see any major injury concerns in their side at the minute. And I, looking at the fixtures, I actually don't see a reason. I'm kind of talking myself into it the more we're going on in here. But yes, I actually do think they, they can keep this up. I just, I, I don't see a reason why they can't. Um, What I would say as well, another point for them to, to challenge for the title is you look at Arsenal last season and the Arsenal City title race. Yes, ultimately, a lot of non-Arsenal fans did probably think the bottle was inevitable, right? But there was still a lot of pressure on Arsenal because they're a big side. There is that expectation. There is that history. And also, they did spend a lot of money. Villa, I don't think there's any pressure on them at all. I If they're first in the league, like people aren't going to start going, oh, Villa have got to win the league. They're not going to have that same pressure. If they, actually get, if they get top, then the pressure starts to mount, no matter who you are. Like Even when Leicester were top, there was still pressure on Leicester because you have to keep performing. Yeah. So I think yeah. it would be pressure. Like At the moment, they're third. You've got to remember that. Like They're close to the top, but they are third. So there's definitely no pressure. 
like there's no pressure of oh, if we lose two the dream's over it's they're not fully expecting that and i think with like i mentioned they've got the conference league as well so it's like yeah if they don't, go, don't go and win the league you know not really a shock horror they can still go and win the conference league and that's that's one i think they've got more pressure on to win rather yeah. than the yeah, yeah. And, the, and, and this that, is the question to be a problem yeah yeah, and let's be honest, we expect them to get far in that tournament. Will they prioritise that tournament over their league position? You have to. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, like West Ham did last season. West Now, West Ham were nearer the bottom. That you, 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 don't, you don't forget games. You don't just go and rest 10, 11 players. Don't get me wrong, because you've got to keep a bit of momentum going. That's what we'll... That's that helps in them sort of like the conference league and will help in the league. But if you go right, we've got this game again with this game again away to City, but we've also got a semi final. You prioritize that semi final, it, it unless you're coming right to it where where you try and do like what City did last season, where it was just like we don't we don't choose, you just try and win. I don't think Villa have got that luxury of doing that. I don't think they do. Um, I think, like I say, they've been terrific. They've, like you said, no injuries. I think Jordan was saying that helps. Like you got to remember, we're coming into the games where they're coming in every two days, every three days. It it piles up, and that's where you will get injuries. That Watkins might get an injury for a week, or can't play midweek, or something along them lines. Then, then who who comes up with the goals? Okay, Bailey and McGinn scored this week, but you need that focal point, and sometimes without him, it could drop off. So it's not like a foregone conclusion that they are properly in the title race, but at the moment, you just can't fault them, really. I just think there will be pressure on them if they continue this form up. Maybe yeah. even if it's not just a home record, let's say they go and lose to Sheffield United, who they got next. That would be a shock, to be fair, but that doesn't that doesn't fully mean they're out of it, if that makes sense. Because what they'd be, if they lost and City won, they'd be a point behind City. <laughs> I think every Villa fan would have taken that at the start of the season. Yeah, and I think like that. Yeah, no, sorry, Jim. Yeah, I think I think at the end of the day that they're going to focus on the trophy. You know, they've they've been dumped out of the League Cup already. So as far as I'm concerned, there's signs that they can show that they are going to wobble. Um. You know, Emery has specialised in Europe, um, European competition in his career, and they've got to be the favourites to win this trophy. They haven't won a, tro a major trophy since, you know, uh, sort of mid-90s when they won the League Cup. So there's something there that they've got to fight for, you know. And I think if even if they ended up finishing 10th and with a Conference League win, they'll be great because they get qualification to the Europa League anyway. So that's something they're going to look for, you know. Um, and I think that's what they will start prioritising. So I think they're going to be grateful that they've banked points now. I don't think United really is going to be a man under pressure, even if they lose the next six. Um, I don't think he's the sort of manager that will get in you in that sort of form. But I think he's, you know, I think he's already won a lot of people over and probably made up for his time at Arsenal to show that he can do it in England. But I don't know. I think there's something in there that's sticking at me, which I'll explain. Well, I'll explain in a little while that's something sticking out with me um, about about this Villa team, and I think people are getting too ahead of themselves. But 
we can't knock their can't knock their amazing form but you know is there anything else we want to mention before we go ask the real question if filler can do it you know anything else we want to mention here because they look great you know we can't fault them at all well we can and i will in a minute but you know realistically you know are are what about if, if Villa can't win the league, are they going to get minimum fourth? Is that is that a potential win? I, I think at this stage, they'll be going, why not? Like, we're saying in the same breath, they can maybe push for the title. So, if you're pushing for the title, by by default, you're pushing for the top four. So, I I mean, it's not easy. Let, let's make this, this clear. You've got Liverpool, you've got City, you've got Arsenal, Spurs, Newcastle will probably get in there, maybe Brighton, maybe even Man United. So that's still a big ask to get top four in this league now. Um, what I would say is is maybe top four isn't the aim, maybe top five is the aim. Because you've got the, I believe it's from next season, but potentially that fifth spot could end up meaning a Champions League place. So maybe we should just scrap the whole top four conversation and go top five. Um, it's guaranteed, if that makes sense. Yeah, so that's that... why people are still saying top four when it could be top five because, well, you've got United and Newcastle <clears> at the bottom <throat> of the group, which isn't helping with the with the top five coefficient. Very so true. Really, if you look on that, yeah, you, you're then you're then hoping that Villa, Liverpool, City, or Arsenal go and win all them competitions. Really, otherwise, it's probably looking like a top four unless something. Big happens tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow they play or tonight. Yeah, I yeah. Think... Until until there's a like until there's a breakout um, team that go five six points per clear, then I think they've got to have top four as the aim. Like if they're still in that conversation, you don't want to be pushing that and then go oh, but we'll take you know fifth or sixth. You might as well aim for that. See what happens. But as you said, if if what if they go and win the conference league and then even finish sixth or seventh, you'd probably still say that's a good season. And I don't, yeah, I just think they're in a really really good spot. Um, as long as they don't get any major injuries, you know, we've seen it happen. <laughs> yeah, they've got to consolidate that that top seven seven spot. But I think really the aim should be going for that top four finish, just because I look at it and I think there's no better season than now. To do it, you know, Arsenal are like I said, um, not that great. City, not been, you know, it really been that great this season. Newcastle all over the place. Spurs have two up and down. Man United have again all over the place. Chelsea all over the place. Liverpool look like they can tear you apart six nil, and then next week, you know, throw it away in the last minute when they shouldn't be. So they don't show massive consistency, in my opinion. So. This is their best chance to get that. After them teams, Villa are the next best team, technically, right? So Villa should look to capitalise on that because it looks like one of the traditional four or one of the players in the four, top four is going to mess it up. So why can't they go for it? You know, they've beaten two of them at home. You know, they, they don't play at Liverpool till near the end of the season, which could be the crunch game. You know, they've beaten Spurs already away from home. They've been Chelsea away from home. So realistically, why can't they, you know, go for that, go for that top four? One thing with Villa, though, are we being a bit too lenient on them? Because if you look in the last, I've gone back four years, 
they've spent over a hundred million in every single summer window. So that's, that's four hundred million they've spent on this. Now they've had different managers. Yeah, but they're bringing in players, building a squad. So should they be having maybe not maybe not this good being third above City, beating City and Arsenal one nil both in a week, but should they be doing? sort of on par with what we say like Brighton have been doing because they've spent the money. They've spent much more than Brighton have. So should they really be near, nearly competing in these sort of levels? Because yeah. you spend money, they've got money. So why shouldn't they? No, they should be. Yeah, they, they should be there. I know that, you know, it's very nice to see a fairy tale, fairy tale story in the Premier League, but you have to spend money to actually be successful. You know, let's let's be honest. They have spent money. You know, when they first came up after the relegation, they bought what they could to stay up. stayed up via a goal line technology fault. And then from there, they built on it, bought in some good Premier League standard players. But the manager wasn't good enough for Villa, let's be honest. Then, of course, they went down the Steven Gerrard route, where it didn't work out for them, but he bought in some good players. Ewan Emery's come in again. He's used his reputation. He's used his abilities to bring in... You know, some good players. Are they resellable? Like, not profit-wise, I'd say. But they're good for Villa at this moment in time. Um, and I think they brought in a manager who knows how to work at an unfancied team. You know, Emery has found his success at unfancied sides. When he's had the big jobs, he's fouled. So at Villa, he's going to be good for them. And I think, you know, I think another club might come calling if he does get a top-four finish or something like that. I think it would spell disaster for him, but I think, I think for, for Villa, they've, they've finally put the jigsaw pieces, you know, together, got the manager in that was going to deliver. And I'm glad I praised the board on this because they actually got a manager who was in work. They didn't go for the lazy approach and just bring somebody who isn't working and someone who's just sitting at the sofa. They could have gone for Graham Potter probably if they wanted to, or, you know, anything like that. And they didn't. So got to give them their dues, you know, yeah, I think I think Jamie to your point actually yes, you're right. I didn't realize their spend was that excessive, but but looking back, they have they have actually dug into their pockets to be fair. So and no one's talking about it, right? No one's talking about the money spent that only seems to get mentioned. This, Jordan, only only seems to get mentioned it. when it's Chelsea. City and Chelsea and maybe and sometimes United. Yeah. That's how they talk about it. Yeah. Arsenal out as well, but they don't talk about that as much. <laughs> no, it's very true. But um, looking at their squad, you know, money aside, actually looking at their squad now, I actually think they've got a pretty decent squad. Because you look at the depth, even from the squad on Saturday, um, obviously you've got Dean in left back, you've got Moreno, who's for me been really impressive. He's come back from injury. So you've got pretty good depth there. Then you've got, um, you've obviously got Mings, you've got Longley. These are players who haven't started against Arsenal or City. Cons are obviously filled in at right back, but obviously you've got Cash, who's been impressive. And even in the midfield, again, this is the squad against Arsenal, but you've got Diaby not there. You've got Triori to come back from injury. You've got, um, even in the midfield, you've got Ramsey, then Donka. So going through the squad, other than probably that real centre forward, that maybe if Cash gets, uh, sorry, if, um, if Watkins gets injured, you'd probably think, mm, who can go up front? They've got Duran and he's kind of played that role a couple of times, but their squad's pretty good. 
even Zaniolo, another player who's not who's not played for them against Arsenal. So, I yeah, I, I I've got to say the more I'm looking at it, I do like their chances. I do like their squad, and I think they have invested pretty well, certainly relative to uh, some other clubs in the league. Okay, so with all this in mind, then 15 home wins in a row, flying in the league, beating the big boys, um, spending money, you know, like it's going out of fashion. The question is. Will the Premier League title, will the ribbons change from sky blue and white to claret and blue? That's the big question. Will Villa win it by May? Will we be seeing Unai Emery lifting that trophy? Will we see Watkins, Konza, Martinez lifting another major trophy? What do we think? Jamie, let's start with you. Yes or no, and explain why. No, I don't see them having the consistency and picking up enough points away to compete with what City will put up, what Liverpool will put up and what Arsenal will put up. If they get top four, I think that'd be a phenomenal for them. That's the very best I see in that. I think it's going to be a struggle because they've also got Europe coming up and that's much more important. Win that trophy and I think they've had a great season no matter where they really finish. So I don't see them finishing anything lower than eighth or ninth. I'll I'll say yes. And at the start of the pod, I was going to say no. So the discussions you're having, the more I'm looking at their fixtures coming up and their squad, I think they can. Don't get me wrong. It is still a monumental task to somehow surpass the likes of City, Arsenal, Liverpool. But why not? They're there now. It's December. We're sort of coming up to halfway past the, the halfway point of the season. The squad's there, the manager's there, the form's there, they're breaking records. Why not? Okay, interesting for the optimist there, Jordan. Um, so I'm going to say no. I'm pretty confident of that, no, but I'm going to give you a nice little bit of a diplomatic reason here. The reason they can is because there's no better chance to do it with everyone else all over the place at the moment. No better chance, so why not? The reason I say no is because, yes, you know him, he thrives in his own fancy teams, like I mentioned, but when it comes to the big jobs, he failed. When he was at Arsenal, he had that nice, easy run to get fourth place and the Europa League final, and he failed. Okay, it wasn't good enough. Failed that. He was sacked at Valencia, sacked at Spartak Moscow, failed to deliver the league in his first season at PSG, and then when his only competitors had their team torn apart, that's when he was able to win it. And, of course, let's not forget the bottle job against Barcelona. So he he's failed to deliver on that front. However, he thrives at these unfancied teams. You know, Seville had, you know, won the Europa League three times in a row under him, delivered with Villarreal as well. So Villa is perfect for him at this moment in time. It's perfect for him to achieve that success. But I just think that they've got these silly results in them. They lost the first game of the season 5-1. Yes, they beat Brighton 6-1 in a home game, but this is what they're capable of doing. They're capable of absolutely you know, falling apart. And I think they're going to run out of momentum towards the end. I think they're going to prioritise the Conference League. And I see them losing these silly games. You know, they lost away to Nottingham Forest, you know, comfortably beaten by Liverpool. There's no shame in that. But I think this is where they're going to be let down. You know, I think Man City might even punish them quite hard at the Etihad. So I don't think they're going to deliver when it matters. I think there's just been too much consistency from the manager to see that. That's not a criticism. 
just what it is. But if Villa want to achieve success with you, Naomi, then the Conference League and a potential Europa League run next year is going to be it before he probably moves on to Man United or something like that where he will fail. So that's why I don't think they're going to win it. I think for the sake of the game, it'd be nice for them to win it. But unfortunately, the, you know, the big boys will always win. So, But that's it. That's it from our perspective. We're going to hear what you've all said. Jordan, can you reveal the results of the Instagram post? Have they said that Villa are going to win the league? So, yes, before we do, if you are here and you're still watching, one, congratulations, but two, quickly pause the video and tell us your thoughts below. Can Villa win the league? Yes or no, and why? Right, hopefully you've done that now. We reply to 100% of comments. As long as you're not a dick, we will reply to you. So, let's reveal the stats. So, can Villa win the league? The results are in, and only 38% of you said that they can. So, Villa fans... so high. That's, that's I, I guess that is actually still quite high. high. So it's nice to know how many of us are Villa fans, actually. I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine Birmingham or West Brom or Wolves are contributing there. <laughs> They're definitely saying no to, to that one. So, yeah, I was going to say that's, that, that's low, but actually 38% of people saying Villa can win the league. That, I guess that is actually quite high. Um, so there you go. As I said, put your comments below. Let us know your thoughts um, and we will reply to you, particularly Villa fans. Are you getting carried away? Are you like Spurs were a few weeks ago? Or do you uh, just want a top five finish? Let us know your thoughts in the comments. But as always, like, comment and subscribe. You know the drill. Oh, 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 oh,